Hey there, I'm Alyssa Batt, the host of Priorities on Purpose, a podcast for overwhelmed direct sellers who want to grow their income, audience, and influence without sacrificing their mental health and main priorities. Whether you're just starting a new adventure or you're 15 years in and have already climbed the ranks, I want to help you have the life and the business of your dreams. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Or maybe you thought you had it and something changed. Whether you have your entire dream mapped out or have completely given up on all the possibilities, I'm here to remind you that God is bigger than the little box we put him in. This side gig is part of his plan. It's not your sole purpose, but it absolutely has purpose. As a Christian life and business coach, I'm here to help you get out of your head and live with intention so you can enjoy what matters most without the guilt. More time to do what you love, more peace, more impact, more money, and opportunities to give to those you want to help. I promise to be your hype girl, business bestie, and biggest cheerleader as I share proven and simple strategies that will be sure to help you live a fulfilled life with a strong, sustainable business. Are you ready to stop chasing all the shiny things and get laser focused? Put your earbuds in while you're cooking dinner or folding that laundry and let's get to it, friend. This is one time when multitasking is actually going to be beneficial. Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of Priorities on Purpose. It's your girl, Melissa here. And today I wanted to talk to you about our December challenge. Every single month inside the Real Talk Trap community, we have a challenge. All of these challenges are based off of my own life and things that I've gone through and the things that I feel like God had asked me to do that helped me become more intentional. It drew me closer to him and also helped me kind of walk out and get my priorities in alignment and that kind of thing. And so I want to tell you a little bit about that. So these challenges are to help you be more intentional and move forward with the life God has for you. And again, these challenges, like you will notice in the challenge that I'm not going to give you the specific things to do. I want you to think about the challenge for yourself and you make the rules. I'm not making the rules for you. I'm just kind of guiding you saying, hey, maybe do this and you figure out the parameters you want to set around it. This month, when I'm recording this podcast episode, it's actually November and the November challenge is less sugar. Notice it's not no sugar. It's not it's not specific. It's just choose less sugar because you get to choose what that looks like. Is it one day for the entire month? Is it every day? Is it processed sugars or whatever? And it's the same thing for the December challenge. So and for the record, not all of our challenges are based off of like giving up things. I believe October's challenge was actually about having fun. And so the challenges are all different every single month. You're welcome to go and join the Real Talk Tribe community. It's a free community. We would love to have you. I'll put that in the show notes so you can come and hang out over there. So the December challenge is less digital devices, less social media. Okay. And hear me out. Don't turn this off yet. I want to tell you a few stories because this is something that I had to do and it really, really helped me. And I know that if you will do this, it will help you as well. But the first thing I want to ask you is, have you ever left your phone at home or been out and about 
and your phone died and you're like at a restaurant with people or you're somewhere where like people are sitting in on their phones. Is that not annoying? Like you just see people differently when you don't have your phone in front of you. You know, you see people texting or like, ha ha ha, you know, the scrolling. I mean, they look like robots, right? It's just like, da 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 da. It's funny to be on the other side of it. And then we think about it. And it's like, oh, that's what I look like when I'm on my phone. And you guys, I think we can all admit that in today's world, our phones can be a problem, right? Like, can we admit that, that we might have a problem? We might be on our phone too much. So I have read and done a lot of research and I'm not, I mean, you can do your own research. If you haven't heard it by now, I am shocked, but it is not healthy for us to be on our phones that much. First of all, it hurts our eyes. Second of all, it causes more anxiety. It, it causes discontentment. We feel like without even realizing it, we are consuming, consu- like we, there's no silence. How are we ever going to be able to hear from God if we are constantly filling every bit of silence with something? And we do. And it's really hard to break that up and to create space there. But I am telling you, if you can create some space there. Mm. So I noticed in probably 2020, well, 2019, I went through a really dark time, like serious depression, really bad. My anxiety was through the roof. I was pretty much through that part in 2020. It was kind of crazy because everyone else was really struggling in 2020 and I felt like I was finally back. But in that, God was doing these things in me and I was learning so much. And one of them was just becoming aware. I had this sense of awareness and I started being more intentional and I started recognizing the things that I did without even realizing I was doing it. So before I went to bed, instead of just going to sleep and praying myself to sleep or just thinking before I went to sleep, like I felt like I would play a game until I fell asleep. I remember I would play this game and I would like half fall asleep and I wake up and like finish playing this game. I'm like, for the love, Melissa, put your phone up and just go to sleep. Why are you still playing this stupid game When you are clearly tired and need to go to sleep, why was I doing that? I have no idea, but I caught myself doing that. And I would do the same thing. I would be on a shopping app, okay? Like I had just moved to the house that I'm in now and I would numb out by filling my cart full of home decor items and things that I would like to have for the house. Sometimes I order them. Most of the time I didn't, thankfully. But I was doing this every single night. And then I realized I was doing the same thing. I would like start to fall asleep and wake up like, oh, and I'd start scrolling again. I'm like, oh, I need to look for this. Oh, I need to look for this. And why was I doing that? Like, isn't it crazy? Like, it's crazy to me now looking back. But at the same time, I think if we're honest with ourselves, we kind of do that in a lot of areas when it comes to our phones. Like you go to eat with your family and you're all just on your phones and looking at nothing. I do think, you know, obviously technology, if it wasn't for technology, I wouldn't be able to get the word out that God has called me to share with the world. So I love technology, but I think that with all things, there's this fine line of it helping versus hurting, right? And so I really want to challenge you to look at December 
as an opportunity to do less on our phones, whether it's games that you're playing on your phone or even Netflix or Hulu, like just put the technology down and find something else to do. Some of the things that I did, like read a book. When was the last time you read a book? Like actually read a book. I love, normally my goal every single year is one fun book. I don't allow myself to read more because I will get so consumed with the book that I can get nothing done. Like everything gets put to the side and I will not do anything but finish that book. So I have to create boundaries around letting myself read for fun because I will absolutely get sucked in and not get anything else done. So I normally allow myself like one book like that a year. And now I'm like, okay, it's been one book a year for a long time. And as I'm saying this, it needs to be more than one. I definitely deserve more than one book, like one fun book a quarter, I think is my new rule for myself. So anyways, like reading a book or hanging out with your kids, playing Monopoly, anything, anything, going for a walk, just looking outside and looking at the sky, or maybe, just maybe have a conversation with the people that are in the room. Could we do that? And for those of you who maybe you live by yourself and you're like, yeah, I don't have to worry about that. Um, what about if you went to a restaurant? Like there are so many things going on around us and we don't even see it because we're on our phones. You know, I have family members that I pray like I'm not able to reach them the way that I would want to reach them. Like they, it's, they're not receptive. And so I pray, I'm like, God, send them someone. And what if the person I'm praying for, like God is sending you, but you ain't even seeing it because you're on your phone? Or what if you're the one that needs the miracle? And someone else is on their phone. Like, we've got to wake up. We've got to do better. And so I really want to challenge you to take this challenge. (laughs) I want to challenge you to take this challenge, okay? So looking at that, and I can tell you all kinds of stories. When I was in survival mode, uh, Hulu, specifically Reality TV, or the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Orange County, like, That's when I like God called me to give that up because it was not serving where I was trying to go. It's one thing to watch it for fun. If I could watch it for fun, like today, I would watch it. Like I I love it and it's fun. When I get sucked in and I can't watch one episode, I got to watch the whole season. And then I got to go to the next one and the next one and the next one. So I have to be really, really careful, especially when I'm going through a hard season because that's how I escape. And there's a there's a time and a place for needing to escape, but we have to be really, really careful with that. So anyways, let's go back to the challenge. So this summer, I actually did a challenge with my kids because I see this with them the most. Like, of course, we see it in others more than we see it in ourselves. I'm not ashamed to admit that. And so I realized like my kids kind of turn it into robots like they can't eat they had no critical thinking skills like none and I think it's because they're on their phones all the time like we are losing the ability to think for ourselves and I remember one of my kids I won't mention his name but I had told him to take out some boxes and 
he grabbed two boxes and he was like, I can't, it's going to take me forever. He, he could not process that you could take boxes that were smaller and put inside the bigger boxes and take one trip. That was like a big aha for me. So anyways, I did a digital detox for my kids. And as I was reading the book, and I'm going to share the book with you because it was really good. It was called Digital Detox, Two-Week Tech Reset for Kids. And it was really, really good. And I definitely enjoyed doing it also. Like, it's so dangerous for kids to be on their phones as often as they are. And I would love to say my kids are not. But sometimes I just wanted them to be on their phone so they would leave me alone. And I just said that. But it's the truth. Sometimes they drive me nuts. I get overstimulated. They make me crazy. And I just want them to leave me alone. I don't really care what they're doing. I mean, if they're playing a video game, more power to them. Like, you can play for another hour if you just leave me alone. If you've ever been there, you know. I'm not proud of it, but I'm keeping it real with you. So anyways, the digital detox, I was, I think I was scared about going through it and hesitating more than they were. They loved it. They really did. Like, they didn't mind it at all. And I think deep down, they were dying for that face-to-face time as well. They just didn't know it yet, right? And so, again, it's not just for our kids, but it's for us too. We are dying for some face-to-face conversations and we haven't had it for so long that we have forgotten how to even do it sometimes. And so looking at this challenge several different ways, you know, social media, maybe you want to do it one day. You know, I would delete the Facebook and Instagram apps for my phone over the weekend and then not use it. Believe it or not, and this now I'm going to talk to you if you're a business owner, because you're the one that's going to give me the hardest time about this, because you're going to be like, um, Melissa, do you know what I do? I run a business using social media. I cannot be off of social media. Yes, you can, because God will do it. So in 2021, probably late 2020, I felt God calling me to leave Instagram, like to take a hiatus. I had just quit 31 and I needed the money. I needed to replace that income. And so you would think that that's the opposite, right? And I felt like God was saying, you need to, you need to pull back. You need to do less on social media. You just need to like time out on Instagram. And I didn't think I heard him right. Like, wait, what God? You, you want me to give up Instagram? That's where most of my coaching has come from. Are you sure? Because all the gurus tell me I need to be on Instagram. And after a conversation or two, I said, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. And you guys, I can't, I'm not even lying when I tell you this. My income from coaching doubled. I did not lose any followers. I didn't gain followers, but I didn't lose a a lot of followers. I can't remember what the numbers were exactly, but it wasn't anything. Like I, I, I looked because I also wanted to help my coaching clients know that when God says to do something like radical, like give up social media when you run your business on social media, you can trust him because your business and like, it's coming from him. 
I cannot believe like how many referrals I got out of the blue, like random people like, hey, I got someone who's looking for a coach. Are you taking more clients? You know, like God will provide. You just got to trust him. Okay. And so that I want to make sure that you know right now. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do it. I'm not telling you that God's telling you to do it. You've got to discern that for yourself. Currently, I'm using Instagram. I'm in a season now where I'm I'm showing up pretty regularly. But I now know, though, when God says, pause, I'm going to pause because God has something better for me than anything I could do on my own. All right. So um, I want to tell you that. And I want you to really look at like when it comes to social media, the things that happen when we are on it. I get more anxiety. I'm an empath or an empath, however you want to say that word. And so I can like I can feel the emotions of the things that are around me. So even social media, like I will start feeling anxious if I see a lot of people who are are writing things that are, you know, they're struggling with their own anxiety or they're, you know, they're depressed or they're worried or whatever. Like I can read that and I feel that, which, by the way, I don't know if I've said this here publicly on my podcast yet. But if you are an empath or an empath, however you want to say it, I like to just call it an empath. That is a gift from God. And I did not know that for a long time. That really frustrated me because I don't like feeling all of those emotions, like the heaviness of the world. I feel that. And if you are one, you know what I'm talking about. That is an opportunity for you to intercede on their behalf and give that to God. It is not for you to hold on to and keep. You are to use that to intercede and pray for that person and surrender it at the foot of the cross and let God take that. That's not yours to carry. And so many times I was carrying it because I didn't know what to do with it. I would be so frustrated Because I remember like I would go to a funeral and I wanted to be the person who was helping someone who had just lost someone that was really close to them. And they're the ones comforting me because I'm the one that's a basket case. And I would get so frustrated because I don't want to be that person. I want to be the strong person. And I, I hated that about myself. And now I know like it's a gift. I just needed to know how to use it. And so now I can really feel those emotions and pray. I like, I know exactly how to pray for them because I, I feel what they're feeling. And so if you are an empath, I want to tell you to really look at what intercession is. To, it is, it's a gift from God and a spiritual gift. I don't know. I'm no Bible scholar, but I know that I know that that's what it is. And we aren't to hold on to it. We are to pray through it and lay it down, not hold on to it, because that's where it gets super unhealthy. We ain't Jesus, okay? We are not Jesus. And so we can't take that role. That is not our role to fill. And so that's a little side note, extra bonus. You never want to miss an episode, I'm telling you, because you get, you know, let's see, what else have I talked about today? on this episode. I don't know, all kinds of things. So digital detox, say less to social media. 
oh, comparison. So we start over consuming. Like I will notice that when I'm like on Instagram and I'm scrolling, like there's a few influencers I follow and I will be like, oh, that looks really cute. And I will want to buy it. I'm like, why am I buying this? I do not need this. But if I'm not careful, I get sucked in and I think I need to have that thing. And so limiting your social media will help you save money. Can I get a hallelujah? Also, around the holidays can be really triggering for people, you know, like if you never, you know, people aren't putting all of their dirty laundry out there. Most of us, it's a highlight reel. And so you're not seeing the whole picture. You're only seeing a piece of it. And so I think sometimes we can look at that and be like, oh my gosh, look how pretty their tree is. Look at this or look at that. Or they're able to do this or they're allowed to buy their kids this thing. Blah, 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 blah. We don't know the whole story. And so limiting our social media keeps us focused on the right thing and not getting distracted with petty things that do not matter. I also want you to think about, you know, oh, okay. So this is circling back, circling back. I have ADHD. It's a struggle. The struggle is real. I remember playing Monopoly with my kids. Like that was one thing, like when they did the digital detox, you know, we, you know, game night. Or like instead of watching TV all during the week, like we would sit down and we, because they weren't allowed to watch TV either. Like no TV, no video games, no phones. Like what do we do with ourselves? Mm -hmm. My daughter made a list of 50 or 100 things that she could do that did not include her phone or a digital device. Some of them like made me so proud. And so one of them was like, lay out in the sun and get a tan. She's... She was 10 at the time. <laughs> so anyways, I want you to think about like those things. Remember what you used to love before phones were like glued to our hands. Get in the word, you know, not the app on your phone, because a lot of times we say we're going to be using the Bible app on our phone. And then before you know it, we get a notification and we get distracted. Okay, last thing. The last thing I'm going to say about this. How many of you have caught yourself like doing the same thing? Like you grab your phone and you look like, okay, let's see. Do I have like I go email, Facebook, text, email, like literally over and just repeating it over and over and over. Why? Like who cares if I have a text and I missed it? You know, like why do we do that? It's just habit and we got to break those habits. So I want to give you a few other really good tips. So number one, there is a Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma. Highly recommend it if you have Netflix. If you don't, see if you can borrow someone's, I guess. But it's really, really good. It's really eye-opening to see how the social media people, like, it is meant to be addicting. That's the point. And so like, it's a, it's like a drug. The dopamine hit that you get when, you know, someone likes your comment, like all of it, they are very smart at what they're doing. And during that documentary, like almost all of them, I think they like, will your kid be allowed to have a phone and be on social media? It was like, absolutely not. Mm -mm, no. 
And so I definitely recommend that documentary. The the book for you, if you want to do this with your kids, is called Digital Detox, The Two-Week Tech Reset for Kids. And then the book that I'm going to be doing next month is kind of taking it to the next level. So you may not want to do this yet, but if you want to, it's a book by Wendy Speak. She's actually, for the November challenge, there's a 40-day no sugar fast, I think. And so this one I just got in the mail actually today. It is Exchange Your Online Distractions for Real Life Devotion, the 40-Day Social Media Fast by Wendy Speak. It is so good. I love it already. I just want to read like one little, I highlighted a couple, just a couple pages, just as I was kind of going through it, preparing for this podcast episode. Again, I haven't read this yet. I'm doing it next month. So it says checking in online, responding to a text, watching a YouTube video, then looking up just in time to snap a picture of the sunset. As we post it to social media, we realize our neck aches and that we forgot to switch out the laundry. We need a break, a holy hiatus, a social media sabbatical. My name is Wendy and I'm exhausted. Perhaps it has something to do with late nights spent streaming movies or maybe it's because I don't have any quiet moments without a screen stimulating me. I'm all tweeted out. I need to unplug for a season so I can plug in to the one who seasons me. I want to be salty again. I want to be light bright too with energy to serve and smile, but I'm drained as the battery on my phone and I know I'm not alone. So this book is really, really good. Again, it's by Wendy Speak, the 40-day social media fast. I would definitely recommend it. Just really good books. And she even has a journal that goes along with it. This is definitely more like if you want to Use this time to grow your faith. But even if you are content with your faith life, which should we be? Don't know about that one. I just want to recommend you do this, this digital detox, digital, do less social media, do less on our phones. Like let's have real life conversations in December. Let's make eye contact with people that are around us. Like the world is hurting so badly right now. There are so many people who are stressed out. You know, we look at suicide rates are higher than ever. And part of it may be because they they don't even feel seen. You know, some people don't have people checking in on them. Sometimes just making eye contact with someone at Walmart and saying, hey, how you doing? Can make someone's day and be enough for them to know that they matter. So let's do better and making eye contact, putting down our phones and having real life conversations and watch what God will do because God is going to do something. I already know it because I've walked this out several times in in the last two, three years where I have said less to social media or given up Instagram or whatever. So you you can do the challenge however you want. You want to do like taking the weekends off or you want to like there's one area where you know you struggle the most. Maybe it's a game you play on your phone or it is reality TV because you're in survival mode. Listen, for the record, if you're in survival mode, like I get you, girl. I get you because I've been in survival mode multiple times. But there comes a time when you have to recognize like you can't stay there. And so if you've been there for a while, I want you to really consider letting this be an opportunity for you to climb out of the pit 
I want you to climb out of the pit, link arms with me, and just start living your life again. Because life is meant to be lived, not just going through surviving, right? I want you to thrive. And so do this challenge however you want. You set the parameters. Come join us inside the Real Talk Tribe community and we will do it together. All right. So you will see all kinds of things in the show notes. All right. So friends, this episode, I hope you enjoy it and we'll chat again soon. Hey friends, that's it for this episode. If you found value, I would love it if you could take a couple of seconds and leave me a quick review. While it may seem super simple, it is so beneficial and gives me the opportunity to help more women. Also take a screenshot and share it on social media with your biggest aha today. Don't forget to tag me at Melissa Bad Official so we can connect. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, keep walking it out one baby step at a time because God's got you.